All right, Frog, let's go. All right. Intro. All right. Frog, what's the intro? You asked me to say intro. No, no, you're giving us the intro. Yeah, I did. Look, if you don't come up with an intro, I'm just going to tell another cum story. I like cum Don't stories. make him tell another cum story. I like story. the cum stories. <laughs> I like the cum. I do. Okay, fine. You want me to tell another cum story? Absolutely, dude. I can live for this shit every other week. Okay, Jesus so uh, now that you guys have me on Twitter, I pretty much only follow like nine people. And uh, most of my Twitter is taken up either by Mike's stupid-ass political posting or Stamper. <laughs> Hell yeah, comrade. Oh, gosh. But uh, Stamper asked a question, and I didn't respond to it on Twitter because my wife follows me on Twitter, and I really did not want to have that conversation with her. But he asked the question, he's like, where's the weirdest place you've ever masturbated? And uh, for me, it was a funeral procession. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, excuse me? All right, so like, uh, my, my, my father had a company at one point, and one of his employees, her husband died, um, you know, died. And so they had a, yeah. a celebration. Yeah, they, they had a celebration of life for him. Um, because it's weird, but they had a celebration of life. And my father at the time had a Cadillac Escalade from 2004. Is he still your father now? I'm saying at the, at the time, his vehicle, not my father at the time. Like I, I just skin hop fathers here. Uh, Why not? My father had a 2004 Cadillac Escalade and it was like one of the very first model trucks that had the. Uh, the tiles that you can put over the beds, like the uh, the bed cover. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why, but I was being an antisocial little prick at the time. And I was like, hey, I'm just going to go lie in the bed while we drive, like while we follow the hearse to the gravesite. And so I think I was playing like Pokemon or something. And my Game Boy ran out of battery while I'm in the bed of this truck. And so I'm bored out of my damn mind. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's probably going to be a few minutes till we get to the gravesite. Like, let's rub one out. So we're in a funeral <laughs> possession. I'm in the bed of a truck, and I'm just beating my 14-year-old meat for everything <laughs> it's worth. Like, so, so there you go. There's the there's a story. There's the cum story. I didn't want to post on Twitter, but it, there you it. go. And he knows full well that his wife will never listen to the podcast. I do actually. Uh, <laughs> because she hates, she hates my voice, she and she thinks Frog is a manlet. Oh, I mean, what did she say about your voice? She uh, said you. Uh, I, I I don't know. Like the she didn't. I don't remember what she said, but I got the implication from her that uh, you sounded like the kind of guy who'd win Magic the Gathering tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's my kind of fucking game. <laughs> All right, since we're telling weird stories, you know, weird cum stories. You don't want to know where the weirdest place where I've masturbated? I'm listening. Library? In the middle of detention at school. Damn. Really? Yep. I'm not even. I'm not even lying. Oh. It was. It was. It. <laughs> this is this is bad. But like, it's literally the day after I discovered what masturbation was. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, Yo, now, teach, now check we gotta tell. Now we so, gotta tell the stories of like when we discovered what masturbation was. So I I was like, oh man, this feels so great, and I and I got like uh, it was called uh, it was no it was in school suspension. It's where they suspend you, but, but instead you of letting you go home, you stay in the class. Yeah. So it's not a suspension. 
Yeah, well, they, they lock you away from the other students. Uh, basically, yeah. they find like a room and they have a TA that has to spend like the entire day staring at you. It's it's literally pointless and awful. No, it, um, it is the dumbest thing. Like it is it is like the bass backwards way we as Americans do schooling. Like it is just the epitome of American schooling. Like, hey, this student has problems we need to address. Rather than address it, let's incarcerate this kid so he can't go to <laughs> therapy while he's in like while he's suspended. Like let's incarcerate him in a room with somebody who doesn't want to do their job and have them stare disappointedly at this kid. Like I, I just at this point I firmly believe our school system is a child prison system. I mean oh, actually yeah, there was some, there's been some really is. messed up stuff I heard. Like there was some like uh like solitary confinement bullshit. Holy god. Oh, uh, what's uh, the, the preschools and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, where they, like, throw the kids in a padded room when they're acting out in preschool. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, wonderful. That's Hell amazing. yeah. So, uh, the We Hate Anime podcast is sponsored by private schools. <laughs> pay the extra $50 a month, you terrible parents. <laughs> pay the pay the extra $50 a month to have your kid be told that the uh, Holocaust never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I will have you know that the Arbeit macht frei uh, private school is very, very popular among Aryan children. <laughs> well, well, welcome everybody to the We Hate... No, 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 we're not doing the intro yet. You're telling me your masturbation story. I mean, that was okay, probably okay. what all there is to it, isn't it? Uh, no, I mean, I didn't, like, pull out my dick and crank it. Like, I was sitting in the middle... Uh, uh, I was wearing shorts, because I, I wear shorts, even to this day. It's my shorts favorite. even. So is it like yes. so is that that thing where you like snaked into your pant leg from like your right pant leg and started tugging like No, out? I don't wear short shorts. Like if I had done that, it would have been very obvious what I was doing. Okay, okay. But uh uh I I I I'm a big boy. I mean, smaller than. I was only kind of pudgy. Um so I just had my my I was sitting in the V formation, just had my hand on my lap and was hoping no one would notice. I, uh, I guarantee I, you somebody <laughs> did. But what no, the hell are you going to do? Someone did notice because they looked at me and I was like, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> like you're and in I, the middle I, of your tremors. You're like, can I, can I go bathroom, please? <laughs> and, I, and I went to the bathroom. I finished. And in the bathroom was uh, a, a, a Yu-Gi-Oh card that was stuck in like the toilet paper dispenser. <laughs> and in that, in that moment, I felt that was the first and last time I had a shame come. <laughs> and I and I learned my lesson. Dude, you're a guy like every uh self like auto autonomous masturbation session should be a shame come. It it is true. So so frog, tell tell us about your masturbation. My parents yeah. listen to the show. Are you kidding me? Do they really? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm gonna know about it, so I'm not telling anything. <laughs> no, 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 tell us the story. I can I can no tell chance. I can tell you the I can tell you the like the worst time I've ever been caught. Uh I've never been caught, so no, uh, so, so at one point, like, I was, you know, I'm still in high school, like, 17 or 18 at the time, and, uh, I'm sitting on my bed in my room with, like, this crappy laptop, it was, like, it, it was a single core 1.8 gigahertz processor, and I only remember this, because trying to play League of Legends back in the day on this thing was the worst thing on the planet. <laughs> Had an 80 gigabyte hard drive, 1.8 single core processor, uh, built-in graphics, whatever Intel was pushing, and, like, we'd put 4 gigs of RAM in it to try and speed it up. And, yeah. uh, I, I thought I was, I thought I was quick growing up, 
And uh, I thought I was real too clever. So when I would when I would look at stuff, I would always have a video playing in the background, like an actual video, like <laughs> a Shawshank Redemption or something. And yeah, that classic. way, if anybody walked in, I could just tab out to Shawshank Redemption or like whatever I was watching. Well, I don't one, think you want to be caught cranking it to the Shawshank Redemption. Though. Well, the, the story's <laughs> even worse. Uh, I think the movie that day was Pulp Fiction. And uh, so I, I got some, like, anime up or something. And my mom comes into the room, and I got a full mast erection out. Like, the only thing blocking my mom from seeing this is the laptop. And uh, my mom's like, comes in to put some laundry away. And obviously they're, like, panicking. Like, she's kind of talking to me and looking at me while she's putting the stuff away. So I can't, like, tuck my dick back in or anything. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here with sheer, like, pant-shitting terror, like, at what's happening. And so I, I quickly tab out. I didn't really look at what was on the screen, but I like I, I hit the alt tab to get up the video on VLC player. And my mom comes over with underwear, which uh, like uh, I had a nice bed at the time, and it was uh, it had nightstands where, where I stored my underwear. Nice. And uh, she she comes like hand me my underwear, and she sees my screen. She sees me with a full-on erection, and she sees the scene from Pulp Fiction where the dude is just railing Marcellus Wallace in the <laughs> ass from behind. And she looks at me, and she just, like, walks out of the room, and as she's leaving, she's like, remember to make good decisions. <laughs> well, at least you're... Oh, man. At least your mother was, like, not, didn't, like, try and beat the gay out of you. Like, at least she's accepting of the fact like, that you this may have day been I'm masturbating. Like, like, that, like the, we've never, ever had a conversation about or anything. It's like, all right, this is, <laughs> this is something that happened that I don't want to acknowledge happened. Little do you know, your mother is an avid listener of the podcast, and she's just going to come up to you next week and just be like, uh, so, Moth, uh... Can I call you Moth? <laughs> I, uh, at, at that point, I'll just take the rope. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're going to be shooting some ropes if you know what I'm saying. Ooh. Hey, uh, I never got so caught yeah, that, that, but that's uh, a, sorry, no, no, go ahead. No, no, that that was just the story of like the only time I've I think I've ever been like shame caught. I've never been caught before, but I remember one time when I my first year of college. Um, I was, uh, I was, you know, doing the do or whatever, and I had a roommate at the time, and he was not there. It was like four or five in the afternoon, so I was like, oh, he's not here right now. When is he going to be here? Uh, I hear the door start to unlock, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I have, like, no time, basically, right? I, have, so. I just, I, I don't understand this. Like, when I was in the Air Force, we pretty much just loudly announced to each other that they were going to go beat <laughs> our dicks. Mm, yeah, no, not not, not, this, not the case in this situation. <laughs> so, I just... I do my best. I I pull what I can up, and I just lean over, like super hunched, so that I'm just kind of you know doing whatever. <laughs> uh, and then just uh, tap it whatever, to whatever else. I'm like, okay, he'll leave soon. I'm sure it's fine. I'll just stay this like this way for a while. I'm, keep, keep in mind, I'm like covered in myself right now, so it's like <laughs> like your hands are dripping. You're just like, gosh, dang. Yeah, no, my hands, my my torso, it's all over my shirt now and stuff because I had to cover it all up. And so I'm just like sitting there. Like, just bathing in myself, and he's just, like, you know, lying on his bed for the next, like, hour and a half, and I'm waiting for him to get a call to At go. At this with point, like, your hand has glued itself into, like, a claw, <laughs> yeah. and you're yeah. just like, gosh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, like, on my keyboard, just like... <laughs> so, yeah, eventually he left, and I was fine, but I was so mortified. And at no point did he ever turn to you and say, hey, Frog, why do you look like the Crypt Keeper right now? <laughs> no, he just, he just went with it. 
So uh, of course, because he knew it was happening. No, he wouldn't. Have, he would not have stayed for an hour and a half. He knew it was happening. <laughs> he would have left a long time ago. No, he would have stayed for an hour and a half. He was waiting for you to keep going so that it could go on to full on anarchy mode. <laughs> So yeah. this is the uh, We Hate Cum podcast, or the we Cumcast. Do. We are, Dude, if we are this the, didn't exist. the only podcast that shoots ropes across the room. If it was, so, it'd be so much easier if cum just didn't exist. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> my brain just melted. Yeah, like, what? what? Is that? <laughs> you just just do it. And get over with it. It's done. Just just no. do it. Be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> No residue. Oh, I gotta teach you what a dry orgasm is. How do I do it? <laughs> I want to know that. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. I'm English Mike. Frog wants to know what dry orgasms are, and Moth wants to be disappointed. I'm already disappointed. Like these are my co-hosts, and like. I don't know. Apparently, I fell down the stairs already, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, the uh, frog frog uh, was maybe not going to be able to make it to the podcast, and, and in so doing, Moth decided to announce it by saying he threw him down the stairs. <laughs> I said he fell down the stairs. Yeah, that's what everyone says when they throw someone down the stairs. <laughs> it's not my fault frog fell down the stairs. Hey, what are those bruises for? Nothing. He fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, man. What about you know, the giant hand marks on his neck? The stairs were really aggressive that day. <laughs> Dude, what's what's absolutely tragic, I'm going to bum the entire podcast talking about abusing people. But mm. uh, I was uh, I had to take a work call to a remote village the other day. Um, and I, I'm meaning like remote village because remember I live in Alaska. And uh, I'm not going to name names or anything like that. I got a lot to say on it, but I don't want us to get canceled. Uh, but I'm in a remote village, and I get my job done at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And there's one flight in and one flight out every day in this village. Oh, and it those. comes in at it comes in at 11.30, and it leaves at 8.50. And so I get done at 1, and I get to the airport at 2. And it's, I mean, it's a shack of an airport. Like, it's got a vending machine, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, so I pull up my laptop, and I pull up Anno uh, 1800. Because I'm like, right, I should give this game a try. I bought it when it was 5 bucks on the Epic Game Store sale. Um, so I, I pull it up and, uh, I start playing it and like two hours in it, I, I think I actually played this game for six hours straight. So I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for sure. Uh, but I'm playing it and at some point during this, this, uh, playtime, uh, a child, like five years old comes up to me. He's like, playing games, playing games, <laughs> you <have> games <laughs> on your phone, like, like, playing <laughs> games, just like screaming it at me. <laughs> And uh, he runs up and and sits down and like starts watching me. And at one point, he like takes my work laptop or my work bag that has like my work laptop and my work stuff in it, and like throws it on the ground and sits on it. I'm like, I'm not gonna be a dick to this kid. I'm just I'm gonna let this kid be a kid, and I'm not gonna be that dick that the kid remembers for years as the man who yelled at him at an airport. And so like I'm letting the kid watch me play because it's a kid's game. It's not like I think I just closed Code Vein, so it was fine for the kid to be watching what was on my screen. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, he's watching me play and he's like asking me stuff all the time. He's like, what's this? What's, what's this? And I'm like, oh, there's a market. This is this, this is this. And at some point, uh, I, I had to adjust. And as I adjust, the kid reeled back at a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> like 
I, I literally watched this kid yeet himself backwards from me as fast as he could, like I was going to hit him. And I thought it was really, really odd. And then I started actually paying attention to this kid, because this kid had been, like, talking to me for half an hour, and I had, I had not, like, actually looked at the kid. And then I realized the kid has, like, bruises on him, and he's missing teeth, and some of his teeth are chipped. And this kid can't be older than, like, six years old. And I'm just like... And then his mother called him. And his mother had a black eye. And I was just... It it was one of those situations where I was like, Man, I really wish I could, like, beat people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That, uh... I didn't know where that story was going. No, it's it's dark. Like we talked about masturbation, now we're talking about beating children. Um, so I, I, I don't know, I don't know. That, that that idea just popped in my head. And I'm not sure why, but I, I had to tell that story because that story made me so mad. Like, did you find the husband and kick his teeth in? No, it's it's actually weird. Recently, because I've been flying a lot, uh, a lot of uh, with Alaska freezing, a lot of our sites have needed me to like go beat a pipe with a hammer. Um, I've I've been flying a lot, and I would just. I, I swear I see spousal and, like, partner abuse more in airports than I see anywhere else on the planet. Like, Weird. I, yeah, like, I'll be at Walmart and I won't see anybody with a black eye. I'll be at, like, Target and <laughs> even though they're military spouses, nobody has a black eye. But then suddenly <laughs> I'm at the airport and everybody's got a black eye. Hey, just because it's Walmart doesn't mean everyone has black eye. The pilot beats you only, up. Only the, fifth, only the women do. So like I, I I get it, but like I I just oh man, my WalMarts are great. We could have an entire episode dedicated to the weird stuff I've witnessed in Walmart in Alaska. Like anybody listening who lives in Alaska, like the Muldoon Walmart, just go there two hours before closing and just sit in the candy aisle and watch. See, I I live I live in Arkansas. That's where Walmart is from. I thought Arkansas is like where Walmart is fancy. Like you have to still dress up to go to Walmart. Like you have to put the moo <laughs> away and actually like wear sweatpants. It's it's actually funny. There is one fancy Walmart in existence and it's in Bentonville where Walmart was founded. And it's the first Walmart and it's, they just turned it into a museum you can buy candy bars at. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not even like worth thinking about. Just Wally the, bars? The, uh, God, if there's a candy called Wally Bar, I've never seen it. I want to see, I want to see, like, right now, Wally Bar. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I've just witnessed the weirdest stuff at, at, at Walmart. Um, I don't know if I told you guys the story of when I bought my Switch. No, uh, no. So we, we pre-ordered a Switch at Walmart, like, three months before it came out, because everybody sold their Switch, like, pre-orders, like, within five minutes. But Walmart, it's weird, because, like, that's how I got Death Stranding, was at Walmart. Like, everybody yeah. else sells out, but, like, Walmart never sells out of pre-orders. It's because no one thinks about them as a video game source. Right. And so, like, it's probably, like, 6.15 at the time. And my wife and I are sitting there, like, just trying to pre-order the Switch. Because we're like, yeah, you guys, you know, you, you, you have it online. Like, can we pre-order and can we pay right now for the Switch? And no, no, no. This was when we came to pick it up because we had to sit there for an hour to wait for the store to close because the store closes at midnight because nothing's open 24-7 in Alaska. Um, it Except was, for all the depression. Yeah, it, it, like, the I, yeah. 
I, I won't <laughs> go into that. Uh, but like, we're sitting there at Walmart waiting for midnight for them to give us the product because of the street date embargo. And uh, while we're there, this woman with her five kids, like this this woman in a mobility scooter with, I think it was three. I don't want to say five. It was like three. And each of the kids had a different father. And the only reason I know this is because each kid was a vastly different ethnicity. Oh. <laughs> like one kid was, was clearly like Malaysian. Another kid was black. And the third one was Latino. Like, so, like, there were three different kids, like, with this woman, and she's sitting here in a mobility scooter yelling at the kids. I guess, like, she brought the kid to the electronics section because one of them was old enough to get his own, like, cricket cell phone. And so my nice. wife and I are sitting here just, like, talking with the sales clerk because he's like, yeah, I'm getting my Switch right now, too. Like, I'm so excited to play Breath of the Wild. We're like, hell yeah, Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and uh, we're just talking. And this woman's, like, screaming at her kids. And this kid's like, Mom, I found this phone. It's it's less than 100 bucks, and it's only $20 a month to, to maintain it. You know, I can afford this. Can I, can I buy this, Mom? And Mom's like, ah, your dad gave you the money to buy the phone. Whatever you can afford, you can get. And he was like, well, I, I also want to buy this game for my brother. I have like 30 extra dollars after I get this phone. Do you have like $10 so we could get this game? And he's like, you're literally building, like bleeding me dry, Tony. You're bleeding me dry. I can't afford you. She just like starts screaming at this kid from her mobility scooter. Just like, it's you're the most depressing me. episode we've ever had. Yeah, I was about to say this. This Tony. is the depressing one. And then another kid, like, walks by, like, I get it. If a kid's at Walmart, you don't always buy them a toy. I'm sorry but, like, I didn't do the intro, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do the intro next time, Frog? No. <laughs> the story is building into something. This is, this is your fault that we're sad. <laughs> <laughs> the story is building into something, though. Um, we were talking about, they're like, so where yeah, did you, like, us the, the sales ourselves. clerk is like, I don't have your order number for this. And we're like, yeah, we, we put it on like layaway or something, even though we paid for it. And this woman who's like screaming at her kids, like that she can't afford a $5 toy for them. Like her ears suddenly perk up. She's like, layaway? You got layaway? And he's like, yeah. She's like, I thought Sears was the only company that did layaway. <laughs> and, and so... <laughs> She, uh, she like, she looks at this $250 60 inch TV and why a God's green earth there was a $250 60 inch TV is beyond me. Cause like, that's gotta have bad image quality. And she's like, can I put this on layaway? And suddenly like, she pulls out a hundred dollars out of like her, her fanny pack in her mobility scooter. And she's like, she's telling her kid she can't afford a $5 toy for him. But like. She's like, can I put that TV on layaway and I'll come get it once the child support payments come in? (laughs) And I'm dying of laughter at this point. Like, I'm on the other end of the counter (laughs) and I had to, like, walk over to the Xbox One section and look at the games because I was laughing too damn hard. (laughs) (laughs) See, you, you laugh. I'm over here... Deeply, deeply depressed because that's my mom. I'm sorry, Mike. Did she try to buy a TV with EBT as well? Oh, man. Uh, anyway, guys. You, you, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Have you ever seen somebody at Walmart buying food with an EBT and they try to buy like a TV with it as well? They're like, well, it's an EBT card. I don't okay. know why if I'm buying food, I can't buy a TV at the same time. 
So, it I've not seen that, but the answer is yes, because my mother has bought things that aren't food with EBT by buying food for other people. Yeah, that's the thing. You buy a ton of energy drinks with your EBT card, and that's like street currency. No, it's, I mean, she, it's usually not energy drinks. It's like, it's usually like, hey, here's some groceries and in exchange, can I have some meth, please? <laughs> okay, well, now this is the We Are Depressed podcast. Yeah. Uh, before we started recording, I had a tab on my web browser pulled up for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot because I don't uh... know if I want to jump both feet into this game yet. Because, I, I don't know, like, Xenoverse spoiled me. I get to make my own Frieza clansmen. Like, I get to have fun. So, going <laughs> Maybe use back, the word is, clansmen. That's the best word for it. <laughs> well, that's what they're called in the yeah. game. But like That's awful. I don't know if I want to take a step back now and play the same story that I played in all the Budokais, all the Tenkaichi. So I and went that on, you've watched in all the anime. Yeah. So, I, I, I reeled it back, and I went on Metacritic to see what everybody's saying. And this is just the most telling thing on the planet. When over half of the reviews I'm looking at here on Metacritic are written in Portuguese. <laughs> Dude, no. Dude, the Spanish and, like, the Portuguese, they all love Dragon Ball. It's crazy. Well, no, we should it's, check uh, Steam right it's, now it's and see what uh, like the, I think Portuguese is the native language of Brazil. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Brazilians a love Dragon Ball Z. Like... I, I don't know if I told you this, but my buddy, him and I play PUBG all the time. He lives in Argentina. Um, he actually told the story of, like, because I guess Brazil and Argentina are really close to each other. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, he told the story of, like, he was in Brazil and he watched a dude just get stabbed over a Goku figure in an anime store. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> we we can just ask Quake about this. He works in one of those stores. Does he really? Yeah, he he. That's how he got into gunpla. Uh, he he just works in one of those stores, and like me and uh, Daddy Dave were talking about it on Discord so much that he just bought a kit, and now he's obsessed with it. Yeah, I see. That's how I'm feeling with my Warhammer because as it like I've reached the point where I think I'm a true Warhammer like painter. I have six models sitting here from four different armies, and I just I, I all of them are half painted. <laughs> And it's, I got, like, two commissions from friends, I got a commission from my little brother, I got my own models I want to paint, and I'm just like, man, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you either have to, like, because I have, I'm into Gunpla, I haven't built a Gunpla in almost, like, eight months now, I need to, because uh, Quake actually sent me some, and he said, hey, yeah, all you have to do is build these and take pictures with them, and we're all copacetic, I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm no, looking at the boxes no, right now. No, no, that is not what you do. When you start gunplay, you're like, oh yeah, I put these together and I use cutting scissors. Yay, life is good. And by the time you're three years into it, you're like, okay, I have to get this very special highlighting pen. And I have to sit there and I got to draw little lines or long where the cracks meet so I can add definition to the models. And I have to make sure I very gently shave plastic off the leg joint here. And then I got to make sure I use an airbrush to spray in the metal part so that you can see the exoskeleton or the endoskeleton. And then you got to figure out the Is gunplay the only thing worse than gotcha? I'm, I'm considering this now no it's it's not worse than gotcha because you get what you get like you go to the store and that's like, true hey, do you have the 19th perfect grade version of unicorn gun people who have hobbies disgust me 
Why? I feel so shamed right now. <laughs> What's wrong As with someone who hobby? plays gotcha games and Moth, the person you just described, uh, except for the airbrush, because I never had money for one, I literally have several highlight pens and yeah. I even, da- I even dab at the lines so that they not- aren't completely black so that it looks like there's more, like, actual, like, uh, shadow there. And, uh, you just like shamed the fuck out of me. No, and it makes I didn't. Me really uncomfortable. There, there is absolutely nothing wrong with what you just described, man. Like there, there's, there's absolutely uh, nothing wrong with it because, Wink. like, you have a hobby. <laughs> you have a hobby. Gunpla makes you happy. Like I Warhammer, have like f- fifteen built kits. Yeah, Warhammer 40k and BattleTech make me happy. Like, there's nothing wrong with doing a hobby that makes you happy, unless as it's long cringe. as it doesn't involve somebody crying in a basement. Frog, what makes you happy? Oh, that's right. Nothing, because you're a piss baby. Yeah, yes. like, like, Frog is this, like, he is the scared Zoomer, where he's seen the millennials get beaten down so much for things they like that he's like, maybe <laughs> I don't want to actually like anything. <laughs> I've decided I don't want to enjoy things. That's my new modus operandi. I just, I, I, well, come on, you gotta have something you like, man. Like, other than, you know, taking screen caps of underage girls in an anime and posting them on the chat. I mean, when like, you say it like that. Hey. <laughs> I, I thought he was talking about me for a second. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh, how my Isaac and posting is going crazy. Like, look, this guy, this guy right here, like, I love Golden Kamui. And Golden Kamui has a lot of scenes in both the manga and the anime where you can screen cap it. And it's an impactful scene. And it's great. And I get it. If you're like, oh man, you know, this picture is totally making fun of The Last Supper. Whatever. But this guy right here just screen caps any time she's on frame. And Asakusa from Keep Your Hands Off Aizoken is precious. She's a good frog. Yeah, it's just like any time she's on frame, like, frog takes 20 pictures of it and sends it to us. Yeah, and I thank him for his work. I don't think you gotta... We gotta talk about this entire show, like... In a minute. But. Well, no, so, no, what, what, what we decided, just so everybody knows, is normally we'd be doing a seasonal review, but we just got done doing Anime of the Decade, and I have absolutely no desire to critically analyze anything. <laughs> Moth, so this you, is, this you've is never had the desire to critically analyze anything. <laughs> oh, uh, I have now decided that Mensch no longer write manga. And this is not me being like a, uh, this is not me being like a sexist, like social justice warrior. Uh, I found out that pretty much all of my favorite animes are written by women, with the exception being, like, Golden Kamui. Uh, Dora Hetero, written by a woman. Yes. Yes, he was a lady. Demon Slayer, written by a woman. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I got nothing. (laughs) Oh, uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, written by a woman. Correct. Yes. Sailor Moon, written by a woman. Inuyasha, written by a woman. (laughs) The fact that Inuyasha is like one of the ones that pops into your mind as a favorite says Dude, a lot about Moroku you. was probably the first character I ever considered legitimately cosplaying as a kid. <laughs> he's like everything you hate. He's just a fucking pervy bastard. Yeah, but he's so sincere about it. <laughs> it's and fine as long look- as you admit that you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Nico Para, written by a woman. Nico Para? <laughs> <laughs> Nico Nico I'm not going to say well, that I just cringe <laughs> Break your kneecaps uh, But like No no Here's my thing with Moroku Like And I've, I've said this before I have more respect For uh, Queen's Blade Than I do Girls Last Tour Because Queen's Blade is like Hey oh, You want to Beat your meat Shut up <laughs> Shut the fuck up Shut 
up. Girl, fuck you. Shut up. I don't even have a counter argument because you're not making an argument. Shut oh, up. Girls, girls Frontline is our girls last tour, whatever. Girls last That's tour is mental <laughs> masturbation. It is, it is heroin for the sad boy to appreciate something comfy. Girls Last Tour is about two girls in a post-apocalyptic environment trying to survive. Yeah, what are you it's, talking it's about? So comfy. Like it's nothing bad is ever <laughs> going to happen to them. Just enjoy these two potatoes driving around in their broken ass vehicle while they stare at stuff. Like Sure hope they don't go hungry in this episode. Well, yeah, it's just it's this comfy boring anime whereas queen's blade is like hey you want to see big old titties fighting and stuff yeah you do we're not gonna pretend this isn't it what was in the the second episode of queen's blade there is a character whose breast milk is acid and it's the worst thing i've ever seen that's awesome i hate it i hate it so much what's, what's that other anime that everybody was obsessing about like four years ago kaijo the one where they like wrestle with their asses kaijo yeah. It was like uh, Keijo, and it was yeah. like not four years ago. It was like two years ago. Like, I respect that anime because it doesn't pretend it's not something that it is. Like, it absolutely is shameless fan service with a little bit of comedy. Like, and that's great. Actually, it's a sports anime. It is absolutely not. It is actually a sports. You didn't watch it. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> No, I understand the premise is based around a sporting event, but, like, you can only give an anime two tags, and I give it etchy and comedy. No, it's it's etchy and sports anime. I, I got a lot more comedy vibes from it. It's because it was... Yeah, I mean, sh- the whole shame... Yeah, that's, that's why Girls' Last Tour is not Senin or anything like that. It is tagged as comfy and potato. They don't call uh, it comfy. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the potato genre. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's actually. uh, it's uh, pretty much the genre where the characters look so appalling that I could trust a 12 year old to draw something better, and uh, that's Madoka I... Magica, Girls Last Tour. No, that's like, actually here. insulting because Girls Last Tour's artist is actually incredible. I, yeah, I'm sure. I, uh, I mean, technically, that's the same category that uh, uh, Made in Abyss falls into. What? Anime is gorgeous. Moth continues to invalidate his existence. Uh, Anyway, guys, I've been playing some video games. And and by some video games, I mean I've been playing a series of uh, fucking visual novels. Oh, that's uh, not Zero Zero Escape games. Uh, They are. I played that on the DS. Yeah, the fir- the first one, the 999, was on the DS. Yeah, I played that on the DS, and I got to the point where there was that really hot chick, and you had to make the decision to either betray her or not betray her. And no matter what you did, she backstabs you. If you betray her, she's like, why oh. did you do that? And if you then don't you... betray her, she's like, of course I betrayed you. Yeah, um, you then didn't play the first one, 999. You played Virtue's Last Resort, uh, Rast Res- Reward, which is the second one. Yeah, and um, I was so bored with how much reading there was, I went back to Persona 4. Based. It's it's literally, it's a game series where, where the, the writing in it's phenomenal. It's how? a mystery series. I don't want to read. Sorry. I don't want to read. Like, don't do this to me, Mike. It's a series, it's a mystery <laughs> series, and in between, uh, you know, uh, doing the whole reading, which Moth doesn't know how to do and Frog is averse to, uh, you solve some of the most 
fucking mental puzzles I've ever fucking tried had to like fucking figure out in a game. Apparently, you never played like the OG Monkey Island games. Fuck you. Th- those knowing to put together cheese and no, not cheese. It was fucking glue and like a rag so that you had a wig so you could do a thing. That's dumb. Fuck you. Yeah, and that's still more intellectually creative than the bankrupt Danganronpa games. I'm not talking about Danganronpa. It's the same series. It is not. No, it's not. They're both. They're both series by Spike Chunsoft. You're, but they're not the same game. They're not by the same writers. They don't have the same visual design. And they they one is not a puzzle game, and one is. I mean, I guess they're technically both puzzle game visual novels. But one of them is... Uh, the whole thing about 9 and 9 is that they are escape room puzzle games. I just don't uh, even like escape rooms the way it is. You know why? Because escape rooms are like the idea of a Mormon being risky and having what? fun for his day. Like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, escape rooms are super popular in Utah right now. Like, Damn. you know, Mor- Mormon Central. And like, any Mormon who likes to seem like daring and creative... He's not like, hey, let's go paintballing, or hey, let's tie rats to bottle rockets. He's like, hey, let's go to an escape room. You're so self-flagellating <laughs> with this Mormon thing. Oh, it's like, it's one of those things, it's like, I, 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 I love my religion and the teachings. I can't stand the community. And it sucks because I'm one of those people who actually believe that you need to go to an organized group to do the right thing, because that's literally what happens in the New Testament. I'm not going into the Bible on this podcast, <laughs> but like, this I, I'm one of those the, people that actually believe like you have to congregate to get a the religious full effect argument of a religion. Podcast. This and, is the and, We and Hate guys, Religion podcast, the only podcast that hates moth. And these guys like make it horribly intolerable to deal with. And so it's like, oh boy, let's go do an escape room. That's fun and quirky. I'm like, okay, cool. Can we go to one where, like, they threaten to murder us with a chainsaw? No, no, I want to go to Montezuma's Pyramid. It's my favorite Egyptian escape room. Uh, but if you know it already, how would, why would it be fun? Yeah, exactly. Like, the guy who's already gone to this escape room three or four times, like, let's wait, go to this escape wait. room so I can appear to be really smart for my date. Like, why would the Egyptian escape room be called Montezuma's exactly. Pyramid? My gosh, <laughs> that's what happens when, like, your target demographic is a bunch of accountants and, like, soon-to-be lawyers. They don't know anything. That's the thing. You want to know what the Mormon job is, like, what we all do? We either end up as doctors or accountants. Damn. So, Zero Escape. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> these games are uh, really weird and fun. The writing's really interesting. Uh... And the mystery, like, I going into the second game, I knew the big twist. Uh, neither of you are going to play it. So the big twist is that uh, the bad guy is the main character. Uh, and he, uh, he, I, it's not fair to say he has amnesia because he doesn't. Uh, but he doesn't know that he's the bad guy. Adachi? Um, uh, and it would, <laughs> it would make sense. But I can't describe it. It's not amnesia, though, Moth, so shut the fuck up. Um, but basically, like, the the writing's really engaging, uh, the character's really cool, and the puzzles make my head hurt. I have I have a fucking Google Doc that I use for taking notes I actually, uh, so that I can solve the puzzles. Because, in have... fact... Go ahead, never mind, go ahead. <laughs> in the second game, there are a series of five passwords that... Uh, 
if you know them when you get to the puzzle, you can enter them in. But if you don't know them, uh, you have to go looking for them. And they all are behind different endings. And the only way you could know them is by writing them down. Because it's not like, oh, if you find them, you'll get to that, and then the game will remind you, oh, you know this password. No. The game expects you to have access to that knowledge from somewhere else. And even all the games even include in them uh, memo-taking uh, like uh, uh, notes, where you can like, oh, I'm going to write down a little note. Now, granted, I play this on PS4. I mean, I, I can't really write in notes on there with a fucking joystick. But... Uh, on like, uh, Vita and, uh, DS, which, uh, the first game was on DS, second game was on Vita, and the third game, uh, is on PC, you can write the notes down. In fact, um, all the games are on PC now, because they released a collection of the first two. Um, but these games are fucking gnarly. Uh, I'm currently playing the third one, which is really weird. They cut, the, instead of being a visual novel, it's just, here's some cutscenes. Uh, which makes it harder to take notes. So if someone says something important, I usually end up having to die and then replay that segment. Uh, which makes it kind of frustrating. But it's fine. Uh, it's these just, games are, this, no this one cares about visual novels, like, it's just me. No, this, this sounds like homework. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's puzzle solving. This actually sounds painful to do. Like, I, I just, rather than play a video game, Mike, would you just rather, like, put a 9-volt battery up your lubricated asshole? Because you're probably getting the same effect at that point. Moth does not understand the, the, how it can feel good to play a puzzle game. Look, I really wish Mara was here. I understand. I really wish Mara was here. If Mara was here, I'd have an intellectual to talk with. I, I understand wanting to suffer to enjoy a video game, because I got to level 90 in Rainbow Six Siege when my kill-to-death ratio started to finally be positive. I understand suffering to enjoy a game. What I don't understand is a game making you do homework like this. You don't fucking study. You solve Puzzles. By Logic studying. Puzzles. I liked Phoenix Wright. That was a fun game. How is how is taking how is writing down a note to remind you of something studying? That is exactly what studying is. No. That no, that's by definition writing something down just, to review I don't know, it man. later. This is a, this is a meaningless distinction. Answer. You you are you are mentally ill, sir. Yeah, and at you, least you've I never don't felt enjoy the doing catharsis of fun. You have no idea how amazing it feels to get into one of the like one of the, in the second game of the series. One of the hardest puzzles it, for me is one of the first puzzles, and that's hard for me because I'm bad at math. Uh, and it it's it's, just, it feels so good to solve that by yourself. It just sounds like, like punching yourself in the dick. Uh, no, because it doesn't hurt to solve a puzzle. I mean, it might hurt you. Here's, Your brain no, is like, the size of a peanut. Here's the thing. Like, go play Phoenix Wright then. Like, that's a fun, visual novel, puzzle-solving game with a lot of heart to it. Many but thoughts. You know Head full. If they, re- if they release those on uh, the Switch, I probably will. Cause I, I thought they I, did. No. But like they, they, they re-released them on the 3DS, and I'm not buying anything for my 3DS. But, like, honestly, just... Play Phoenix Wright then, like crying out loud. Oh, and I'm sure, I'm sure I will enjoy Phoenix Wright. In fact, I've played the first case. I know I like Phoenix Wright. Yeah, it's but, a fun game. Yeah, it's really fun. But so are these games. These games are phenomenal. No, phenomenal. It's, just, it's it's homework. Like, please no. 
But uh, speaking of painful things, uh, there's one other thing we actually have planned on the script today, and that's it. It's something that Frog refuses to watch. I'm not going to watch how much I hold him down. Yeah. It is a dumb show. It's not my dumb show. It's no one's dumb show. No one wanted this. No one asked for this. It's Thundercats Roar. It's, okay, you know what? This is actually, I don't think anybody would have a hot take in saying this is bad. And here's what's so funny to me. OKKO had the exact same style, like to the letter. And I enjoyed OKKO. That show looks good, though. That's weird. Yeah, like OKKO is the exact same show. I, uh, Moth, what is your experience with Thundercats? I gotta ask. Uh, I watched the show in the 80s. I remember being on the Cartoon Network website in, like, 1999 and playing the crappy Flash games they had back then, and the Thundercats one was the only one with any depth to it because it was basically a NES-level platformer like Castlevania. Like, I know Thundercats. I didn't watch the 2011-2012 version. My wife watched that and liked it. But, like, I respect Thundercats. I realized that a lot of the people that worked on the original Thundercats went on to become Studio Ghibli animators. Like, there's a lot to love with Thundercats. Oh, yeah. And even the old anime... It's not really an anime. It was made for Western audiences. But it's basically an anime. Even the old anime is... Uh, it's it's kind of holds up in places. It's still really rough to watch in the same way that, like, G.I. Joe's rough to watch. But it's a lot better than G.I. Joe. Um, it's... I am a fan of the original. I... I'm also a fan of 2011, and when it didn't get renewed for its second season, I felt pain inside my chest. Because 2011 has, like, Thundercats 2011 has some amazing episodes in it. There's an episode where uh, they're traveling uh, to get one of the MacGuffins, and uh, on their on their travels to get it, they meet a race of uh, bug-like creatures. And they're like, wait, oh, wait, hello, what's a, what's can we MacGuffin? travel with you? I, I what's just... up? For the, let's pretend I don't know what a MacGuffin is. We're doing this for the audience. What's a MacGuffin, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary. Uh, uh, <laughs> Come on, spit it out. A, a MacGuffin is a plot device that is <laughs> no, poorly no, explained. No, 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 no. Easier. Simpler. Uh, All right, I'm looking it up for the audience right now, Mike. What a is a MacGuffin? A MacGuffin is a horcrux. What is a MacGuffin? God damn it. A MacGuffin, an object or device in a movie or a book that serves me merely as a trigger for the plot. So, in this instance, it's like the ring from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yes. Wait. I mean, yeah. yes. Yes, literally. Yes. I had to yes. think about that for a second because I don't like Lord of the Rings. And you also don't um, like Moth being right. Uh, that's. <laughs> it's hard to like something that doesn't exist. Whoa. Uh, it, anywho. Uh, it's, it's this fantastic episode from 2011, um, where they meet these rapes, they're basically like leaf fairies, and, uh, they befriend them, and then as they're walking, like, you get to, you get to experience something, and it's that these leaf people, they age in a day, their entire lifespan is within a single day, they, they have children, they reproduce, and it's... That was an episode of Stargate. It's really fucking depressing, because uh, it, it's a it's a show from 2011 for kids that tackles like the inevitability of death, and like there's no like way that oh no they don't survive in the end or nothing. No, they die because they're old, and it's like wow, that's a good and it's a, it was a fantastic pass- package to show kids that death happens. Uh, it was good. Death that, that show is re- really yeah. Frog uh, death does in fact happen. Fuck. 
Um, it was a really good show, and then and then fucking Thundercats War came along, and in the very first uh, second of the very first episode, it shows the home planet of Thundera, and then it explodes. Yeah, they straight and, up murder it. And then the the fucking former Ghost King is like, everything explodes sometimes. Like, <laughs> what is the concept of death to these people? Why well, did you start the show here? Why weren't they just already on the planet, you fucking weirdos? You gotta realize, it's the Cal art style. And I, I gotta no, clarify No, don't start here. with this bullshit. Go away, no, no, Shut up. My wife crucifies me enough for this crap the way it is. It's all right? stupid. Then I, stop. I realize the Cal art style is a rude thing to There's say some... because it's not really indicative of a specific way of drawing, but rather a method in which you can quickly produce stuff. It's, not even that. It, it just doesn't no, exist. It, it's, no, it's just does a blanket. Exist. It's just a blanket term for any character who has a specific head design, and it's not even like consistent. People call Steven Universe Cal arts. It is. And they also then they also call fucking uh uh mm, that show i like that i forget the name of gravity that had Fox. dan uh gravity falls then they call gravity falls fucking no, cal arts. gravity falls is not cal art style but, but like people call but, it cal art style well you could actually like you could sit down and you could go okay uncle grandpa no craig of the creek yes oh, no Universe, there there's a hundred percent people that will go, fucking call yes. uncle okay, grandpa KO, cal yes. arts and here's the thing in theory, I get why it exists, and it's it's a quick way to speed up animation and stuff like Stop. that. Stop! Stop! It's I I'm gonna fight you. CalArts does not exist. Stop using the term. Yes, I the CalArts style does exist. does exist. No, the CalArts style does not exist because it's just a just, trend. There's doesn't think it's tre- you know. Remember when uh, there's a someone posted a photo of like fuck, 50s cartoons. The they all look the same. No, it's not. <laughs> it's nothing to do with CalArts. It is absolutely it is the CalArts. Here's the thing, though, like. I just, I cannot believe that Cartoon Network, which was the, it was the consistent groundbreaking, because they, they got Pendleton Ward, and they got his Adventure Time, and you got things like, uh, The Amazing World of Gumball, and even before that, you had Samurai Jack, and I think The Clone Wars was originally on Cartoon Network as well, like, you had Both versions. all of these phenomenal groundbreaking designs in animation and even uncle grandpa as much as i hate it is kind of like a throwback to the angry beavers era and whatnot but then like all of that has halted and and i don't blame her specifically but like the moment rebecca sugar walked through those doors rebecca sugar being an amazing musician an amazing storyteller like comes in and now everything looks exactly the same to me you, you were literally just a fucking boomer. <laughs> like I cannot tell Craig of the Creek and Steven Universe apart. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Craig of the <laughs> Both characters have an afro. Like A has an afro. No. B uh <laughs> go one of the characters is a white male and the other well a, a, a white uh, he is a pink male thank um, you because I, Steven I, Universe Future is amazing and it's actually Steven it. Steven Universe is non-binary so males I mean arguably the wrong term to use uh, but regardless I, the other I, is one is a black male is he canonically like, non-binary yes are you sure yes okay did they say it uh, well, yeah. I think all the uh, gems the are show technically ever non-binary, no. despite uh, what the no the have the the gems are. Uh, it's not that they're n- yes, they are non-binary and they use uh, she pronouns. All the gems. wild. You can do that. I have no idea how this works. 
No, no, oh, yeah. no. It's, it's let's like, have let's have a quick uh, let's have a little quick class about uh, non-binary. <laughs> no, non-binary I'm not going to have a class about non-binary <laughs> because as somebody who was like at one point going in for computer programming, this is a nightmare for me. <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> Go away! You're canceled, old man. That's a good joke. Look, <laughs> just right. Like for me, there really are only two possibilities: zero and one. And you're coming in here saying non-binary. I'm like there ain't no two, bitch. <laughs> So Thundercats Roar <laughs> is uh, is uh, is an experience in in mental fortitude. It's a solid joke. No, God, no, like God. Thundercats Go is just or Roar. Sorry, not Thundercats <laughs> Go. Thundercats I, it's the same thing. <laughs> I have thing. multiple I times called Thundercats like, Go. Uh, I like Teen Titans Go. I know that's. I'm sorry popular. to hear about that. Ah, oh, fuck. I, so you watched? <laughs> did you watch both the episodes? Or just one of them of uh, Roar. I, I I just saw like a bunch of screen grabs off Twitter. I couldn't sit down and watch <laughs> oh it. Oh my god! How am I the only one who actually watched this garbage? Because it's this only is your twenty podcast, minutes, Mike. This is Mike tags along two happy dappy retards by a rope. <laughs> like you fucking. I think you even were like, "Hey, have you guys seen Roar?" And, uh, and I didn't respond to you because cringe. And then I decided to watch it because I thought you'd actually watched it. No, literally, this is you trying to keep a podcast together while one of us is eating paint chips in the corner going, yeah, these vibe. And the third guy <laughs> is, like, trying to pick a fight with every vendor at the store. Uh, you guys so watch, Thundercats, uh, now we're Thundercats on War this? Okay. is completely free on, on, on Cartoon Network, and everyone should watch it. I'm so still going to pirate it. <laughs> Do it. I don't, I don't care. It's It's... Ah, oh, it's so bad. And the it, writing's bad, and the the characters are bad. Like, I mean, it's Lino not to be is a character piece anymore. I don't think. I don't know. I didn't know what the original was, but well, here's here's the deal. Uh, if, if we're talking about things that like, if we're talking about things that are disappointing, can I can I mention the fact that Bolin not ending up in, with Eska at the end of the Legend of Korra makes me really angry to this, this day. Is off the cuff. Yeah, this is that uh, completely. Well, out of we're nowhere. talking about like disappointments, and uh, somebody just posted like some fan art of Eska on one of my timelines, and I was like, "Damn, she was All hot I know as hell." Eska is Escanor, and you see that fight from the new. <laughs> oh gosh! Hey guys, are like you know Gintama actually had an episode dedicated to that, where they like joke oh, about man. the fact that like our budget ran- runs out mid episode. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Do you not see okay, the? So- there's a Seven Deadly Sins is a show, probably. And they had an episode that didn't look very good. Oh. Ask the funny. Ask the funny. Oh, yes. Seven no, no, Deadly Sins it's not is just, just that boring it didn't one piece. look very good. It's that it's like, this is Seven Deadly no, Sins. No, it looked awful. <laughs> if I go to a convention right now, uh, the insecure 15 to 17 year old girls who go, ooh, ooh, I'm a lesbian who loves Undertale, they're either <laughs> going to cosplay as a My Hero Academia person in one of their gym suits. Or as the main character, Seven Deadly Sins. So Seven Deadly Sins, I would say right now is one of the top ten most popular animes in the world, and uh, they just committed an irredeemable war crime in the anime. No, it's not like the Black Clover Camp, where people who like it like it, and everyone else is just like, "What?" Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing: like the Black Clover Camp is very, very small. I would say ah, if I it's went not to as small as yeah. Honestly, Muff, you still haven't put your toe in on Shonen Twitter. Anime it's li- people yeah, are because like every time I try to get into anime Twitter, I have to deal with you trying to rebuild the Communist Party in the United States. I'm like, holy <laughs> crap! Hey, I cannot help that the revolution is coming, and I hope you both are on the right side of history. 
I absolutely I'm on the right side of history. I'm white. <laughs> That's a big laugh. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> you know, I, I think I remember like episodes one through five of this podcast. I was like, I am not going to reveal my power levels. I'm just going to be the stupid guy who has bad opinions on things. And now I'm just at the point where I'm like, forget it. If I get canceled, I get canceled. And, and, and in the background, as you were your, saying that, uh, you could hear me charging my key, party. like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> now, now I've gone full super fucking suck just. No, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not getting into politics, but like, don't don't peg me that way, frog, because that's wrong. I'm t- I'm just fucking making a Jew. Yeah, don't peg him like that. You got to use your hips more. <laughs> I hate this joke. I don't like this for like a <laughs> week. <laughs> Speaking of using your hips more, because uh, I'm derailing this again, uh, I, I was. I <laughs> this was is cuddling. the least anime show we've ever done. I think. <laughs> I, I was cuddling with my wife the other day, which is a which is a feel. Nice and I love fringe. It. And I looked her right in the eyes, and I was like, "Man, wouldn't it be romantic if I was epileptic?" Oh, oh you tweeted about this. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Well, like, just imagine if like." You know, you and I were just going at it, you know, missionary style or something. And suddenly I just had a seizure. Like, you wouldn't even need a vibrator at that point because I would be able to do both jobs. Like, just... Like, "Mm, baby, I didn't know your dick bent like that. And I just... And, uh... It's a lot of stuff going on this show. And, uh, she she was laughing for, like, ten minutes straight. And I'm just like, like, I thought it was kind of a throwaway joke. I was like, yeah, this is kind of funny, whatever. But she's like, why is my husband so dumb? (laughs) This is, I think, been the We Hate Anime podcast. No, Mike, we got another 15 minutes, man. Uh, The only podcast that... Oh, my God. You can last an hour. I, I I can actually last at least three hours. I have a pretty high stamina. Uh, Damn, it's it's actually the worst because I I also have low. Uh, I'm not very flexible, so like I have high stamina, but I can only do like two positions, so it's like boring. Like um, you know, I, I kind of like I've gotten to the point where I work out now that I'm pretty sure I could do the one where I bend my back all the way over and grab my ankles. And I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing at that point, but like I'm pretty sure that's a position. Like I could just roll like a wheelbarrow at them. You just flop your dick, and, and uh, you, you shift your dick downwards when you're rolling, so you get yeah, to catch I call air. it the tire press maneuver. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I, I just want to talk to you guys about Tuesday, something because, because uh, believe it or not, we're we're all podcasters together, but uh, wow. we yeah. we don't spend <laughs> believe, a lot believe of time it or not, together. eighteen episodes in, we're all podcasters, but uh, we don't we don't spend a lot of time together, and we broke that mold this week. Uh, we all sat down for a few hours to, uh, be with our friend frog. Who's, uh, couldn't make it this episode. He fell down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, we, we all, a stroke. we all got around with our friend frog and we started watching a fighting game tournament. And this, this is probably a common experience for Mike and frog. But for me, this was new. This was brand new. And what, like, watching no, a fighting game tournament? I think <laughs> like, I've been inside a Pizza Hut factory before, and I still had not seen as much grease as I did at this fighting tournament. <laughs> oh, God. I see where. Like, like we were watching, and I, th- I came in for about an hour before I had to go do something. But we were watching these guys play. Uh, I think it was Blaz Blue Continuum Twilight of essential the God fiction. Shift. But yeah, yeah, essential fiction. Um, and I just we were watching this one fight. It was the only one that really stood out to me. Is this girl? Like she sat down and she looked really 
well put together. Like she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be on a <laughs> national lead a cosplayer. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on a natural national stage. I want people to see me, and I want to look good." And she made herself <laughs> look appealing. And she sat down next yeah, to this yeah. troglodyte chud <laughs> of a human being, the human like, equivalent to cock musk. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just honestly like his entire body probably smelt like unclean foreskin. Just like sits down next to her. And they're playing, and they're having, like, she's having fun at least. And I'm watching this dude, like, she beats him in the first round. I think he ends up winning, but she beats him in the first round. And he starts, like, hammer fisting his fight <laughs> stick angrily, like, just throwing a tantrum at the fact, I think it was because he lost to a girl. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. I think you're remembering These a little femoids. bit wrong. And, and so, like, and I think he ends up eventually winning by just cheesing her to death. Um, <laughs> no. So, <laughs> the guy so, was actually, like, not bad. He went pretty far. Well, like, he, he ends up winning, and then he, like, gets up. And everybody else I watched, like, I think I watched three or four fights. Everybody else, like, <laughs> shook hands or fist bump. Like, he couldn't even make eye contact with this girl. Like, stands up and almost, like, falls off the stage getting away from her as fast as he can. And he ran, he ran off, too. Yeah, to, he like, he sprinted the off the stage so fast that people had to catch him and be like, hey, dude, calm down. Dude, Moth, you, you should have stuck around because after that tournament was over... Uh, no, wait, wasn't after that tournament. What, who, beautiful Dude, was he in that tournament too? Beautiful Dude yeah, was no, in I watched the yeah. Beautiful Dude fight, yeah. yeah be- With no, the eye beautiful patch? Dude. Are you going to Beta Dude? Beta Dude's also is there. Beta Dude, Beta Dude was Frog. Um, he looks a lot like me. Unfortunate. Uh, beautiful Dude was this, he he was a handsome man. Eye patch who, wearing. Yeah. Dude, dude! At one point, like he he lost the set and then he took his eye patch off. It was he like, revealed so his true power. Cool. Punished, beautiful dude. <laughs> dude, it, that dude was beautiful. I would one hundred percent let him uh, put his baby gravy in my bat cave. Holy shit! That was real. That was a lot of fun. And then it came down to uh, 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 some Steven Universe looking kid versus uh, who's he? Who's he fighting? Was it a what the uh, final it, match? That was Beta Dude yeah. versus yeah. Uh, someone. So so it was Frog versus Steven Universe in a Kill Bill jacket. Elion, it was Elion. Uh, yeah, Elion, and it was so fucking crazy. It was the first time I ever because I don't I don't actually watch fighting game tournaments, but it was the first time I I ever like engaged with one and I and I was rooting for someone and I and I saw the Twitch chat and everyone was like, hey, at one point someone was like, you know what? Uh, Elion may not beat uh, 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 Beta Dude, but at least he defeated the Coomer Menace. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> yes, I've invested in this story. Yeah, that's, that's fighting was, games, man. It was mesmerizing, and if it made me want to do. Has more. not played fighting games, but wants to play fighting games. Talk to me, <laughs> please. No, no, no. If, if you want, if you want to get into fighting games, this this is what you need to do. Uh, go take toaster bath. Or play Unist. Actually, That's the same uh, thing. with the new Guilty Year coming out, um, go on YouTube, try to find the most coherent uh, tutorial videos where a guy talks about juggling, where he talks about the different types <laughs> of fighters. Understand what you're getting into, and then realize that you're now going to spend the next three months of your life with one character in the practice stage, learning juggling, learning combos, then going online with a very, very bad internet connection where people will leave the moment you start doing better than them, and just get your dick stomped for three months straight, and maybe... 
just maybe you might end up at a fighting game stage for your very obscure single game that gets played for a year straight and then gets thrown under the bus and now you got to learn a whole new game that's nothing like the previous game you just played. Or play Uni, which gets updates and versions that, that are, me, have the same characters in it. That made me really sad, uh, Moth, because the only fighting game I ever got into was uh, Persona 4 Arena. That's and, a great uh, fighting game. It is. It's a great fighting game that's dead. Well, yeah, just Arena play BB Ultimates. Tag. It has the Persona fuck, characters in it. Fuck you, I'm going to play BB Tag. Eat my dick. It has freaking, that game is a sin. It has Blitz Tank in it, dude. Blitz Blitz Tank is cool, but it's not. It's not. I just I just want to be Chie and I want to kick people with my strong legs. That's you can do that and also play Blitz Tank on the same team on BB Tag. Instead of right. doing that, I'll shove my dick in a shredder and I'll have more fun. BB Tag's fun. It's not as good as like Unist. You know, speaking of uh, speaking of fighting games, there's one thing that I, I really can't stand in fighting games, and I know this is going to get me crucified by the fighting game community. <laughs> Combos, <but laughs> I, I don't don't care for. Them. <laughs> no, I, I hate confirming. Not my thing. I hate wait, wait, tag out just, I'm not huge fan Did of you just call hyper fighters tag out fighters? Tag, no, it's like a term for them. Like, I don't, I'm not a, for, hyper fighters and tag out fighters are not the same thing necessarily. Like, okay. Well, no, like uh, I I kind of appreciated Skullgirls because I could choose to just be one character yeah i like that tech and tag tournament i could choose to be one character even while my buddy has three characters and i just have to realize while i have a larger health pool he's got three fighting styles to hit me with problem with that is that you can do infinites in skull girls pretty much so if you even if you pick the one character you can still get like tod i'm pretty sure yeah, yeah so yeah. it's it's uh so my my big thing is like i just do not like tag out fighters i get what they represent uh, I think I like the way Marvel vs. Capcom did it the most, where, like, every time you lose a round, you lose a fighter, and you just have a roster of the three that you're going to cycle through. I think that's... I like I think that. have King of Fighters, I think. Because no, no, Marvel vs. Capcom does definitely well, not do that. I'm pretty sure you can fight with all it, of them all the time. King of Fighters does do that. Uh, he he probably just played uh, uh, the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and didn't know you could switch his character. <laughs> Well, I was playing on my PS Vita, so that's that's probably realistic. <laughs> Dude, but, uh, I, I I love hyper fighters. I like I like you know what I like tag tag fighting games. They're oh, fun. I I just and when they try to incorporate it into Mortal Kombat, I'm like, stop, please. They did that. I mean, Mortal. Yeah, you so can only Mortal, really do it in, in Mortal like Kombat. There is a tag so that's mode. Weird. It's two v two, and actually, you can. This is where it becomes a party game. You can do two v two, and each of your you and your three friends are a fighter. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's actually awesome. But, like, on a competitive stage, not as fun as a party game. That's because, like, fucking... The, I absolutely cannot stand uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, and it's because it's slow. It's not slow, though. Like, Depends on which oh, one you're doing. fuck you. It's Depends so... It's it's super intelligent, though. Like, I, I think Mortal Kombat uh, <laughs> is my second favorite fighting series it's after Tekken. It's super intelligent, this game where I could rip someone's spine out by their anus. What does that have to do with intelligence? Nothing. Okay, good. Because it's not intelligent. What? <laughs> well, it's it just. It, I mean, I think like we're arguing over some stupid when we all know Power Stone is the best fighting series. I never <laughs> played it. But see, the thing is, Frog knows exactly what I'm getting at because it's kind of a joke. Like Power Stone. It's goofy. The only thing I know about Power Stone is that it's a Smash Brothers knockoff. It's like an arena thing. I, 
did it come? It didn't come before Smash. Now uh, I've decided though that uh, I, I'm no longer doing a fight stick. I'm gonna get a retro. I'm gonna get a retro controller for thirty bucks. Uh, and I'm just like when a, were you gonna get a fight stick? A hit pad. I, I was gonna. I was gonna get a Switch box. Oh yeah, the mix oh, box. Man. Mix box. Yeah, mix box. I want box. one of those, except it's not a mix box. It's just a wazd on a controller. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I no, want to connect exactly the game like. directly to my brain. But after after watching that one girl, uh, after watching that one girl come on with like a Pelican controller from two thousand, <laughs> dude, yeah, she almost bought it him with a fucking Fisher Price controller. Yeah, that was <laughs> I. I nearly lost my damn mind when I saw that. Like that it, was great. Yeah, no, someone in the tournament like brought what this look this third like fourth party controller. <laughs> On, it's one on of the see through controllers you get from Walmart. Yeah. That just is like shaded blue. She was doing good with it, though. Yeah, she was. I'm surprised you couldn't hear the creaking. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no, those uh, things are held together by spit, tape, and uh, fucking uh, date rape. And cool. Well, like the. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. Uh, the, the one thing, too, like to this day that drives me absolutely bonkers, and I hate it. Uh, back, back when, like, my little brothers and I used to play, like, we would have, like, a small selection of games to play. Um, we would play, uh, we would play Smash Brothers Melee all the time. And weirdly enough, I'm not a Smash Brothers Melee whiner. I just, I'm like, yeah, it was a good series. Uh, Smash Brothers Melee, we, my father bought us, like, four Pelican controllers. And those controllers are so bad that if any point you plug a Pelican controller into your GameCube, the game will just crash. <laughs> So it's like, uh, okay. See, I, uh, I, I absolutely love shitty off-brand controllers. I had, uh... I, I liked Mad Cats. That was my thing. <laughs> Mad Cats is so bad. Mad Cats actually makes some <laughs> decent fight sticks nowadays, oddly enough. Well... Oh, yeah, but, like, classic, classic Mad Cats, they were built yeah. by Mad Cats. Oh, no, I, I had a few. They were, uh... <laughs> woo. Uh, I used to play, uh, way back when, uh... Back actually, it was whenever I was homeless. So the 2014. Jeez, um, I, I, this always depresses me. Like, gosh, the most de- really. <laughs> we're gonna complain about depression now. Is well, Madcast like, the most somebody- successful company who puts out the worst shit? Yeah, I, no, I would say Pelican. I uh, know it's Disney. <laughs> I don't even know who Pelican is, so probably less successful. Oh, um, that's probably but Alaska. Like, but only. no, Mike, like you know, it's it's one thing if it's just somebody I see at an airport. It's another thing when it's like my friend who's like. Yeah, I was homeless at one point. I'm like, jeez, man, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been ho- I've been homeless several points in my life. <sighs> Guys, right, so this has been the happens? We Hate Anime podcast. <laughs> we didn't even <laughs> talk about the... any of our anime yet. I'm so upset. We're we're doing the seasonal review next episode. Are we? I mean, hey, okay, okay. Here's the deal, guys. Uh, keep your hands off Izogan. It's great. Watch uh, it, Doro Hedero. Watch it. <laughs> I it's thought okay. you said Doro Doro for a second. <laughs> uh, no, Doro Hedero is phenomenal, and it's made by probably the just, best company, Mappa. Just the read only it. reason Moth is saying that is a because Mappa, and he if he recognizes a name, he'll latch onto it like a child. Eat a dick. Mappa is phenomenal. Mappa is like uh, the most ma- inconsistent studio on the planet. Mappa, Mappa doing Mappa in, 20, Mappa in twenty twenty is Gonzo from two thousand and seven. Shingeki no Baha, but like, come on! They also made the Inuyashiki thing, which (laughs) yeah. (laughs) They also did the abomination called Punchline, but nobody's perfect. You need to uh, uh, wait. They also did Garo Vanishing Line, which is the best Garo. 
That's not even true. The best Garo is the live action one. No, because the best that's what Garo, Garo is. Vanishing line, and I will fight you over that. Uh, but yeah, the, the this season is pretty great. Uh, there we like two shows. Gonna, <laughs> we obviously aren't going to go over it now. Uh, I haven't even made the list for them to fucking watch yet because there's there's some stuff that like Everything only has had just is one episode coming so out far. weird. Yeah, but, yeah Mike, is. I I have a question for you. What to do? Would Would you be interested in going out with me for the intention of potentially getting married? Is this? A, uh, is this a, I'm confused. Wait, is this a reference to like one of the shows? I I don't know how this works. It's you a reference pro- to an anime about a little girl who is the god of wisdom. Yeah, it's called Inspector Gadget. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, she does have a prosthetic leg. So Hell kinda. yeah. Yeah, and a prosthetic eyeball, which apparently she's not shifts a- every time she looks at something. She's not a little girl. Uh, she's seventeen. Uh, I love Inspector. I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, yeah, watch uh, both episodes that are out. What's weird is my wife doesn't like it, but I do. And I'm like, this is not the anime that I like. This is the anime you like. Like, why are we switching sides on this one? It's a, it, it has, it feels, honestly, it has a feeling very similar to, uh, um, God, what's the name of that show I really like? Uh, oh, Beyond the Boundary. Um, it's Japanese name is escaping me. Uh, but it's one of those shows that got me back into anime. Um, just because it's like modern day setting with like uh, monsters, uh, it, it's it's really cool. It has a good like little mystery. I want to find out why the fuck this guy uh, is feared by fucking ghosts. Uh, because he ate he ate two different yokai's flesh at the same time and went insane. Yeah, one of them made him immortal, which was the mermaid flesh, and the other one made him. Uh, scary and i know i, I want to find out more about that can, can we talk it, about another anime that i just don't even like i know we, we need to do the seasonal review but like what the hell is the hanako anime right now uh which that's the one about the uh, toilet demon yeah is it is it a senin is it a shoujo is it a I comedy ha- is it a sh- like a shonen like i don't understand what this is i haven't watched it yet so i don't really even know i just know people have been posting about it i have yeah, not so, even seen a thing about it just watch the first episode. The second episode isn't much different. And she's like, "Gosh, oh yeah, we will." Like, there, the I mean, Moth, did you watch the fucking show? Did you watch the show about the gay Chunibio that's from the season yet? The gay what? Gay Chunibio. What, did you watch the Chunibio? best show this season that isn't Isaacin? <laughs> the one for Coomers. Uh, oh yeah, that that's a uh, Ishikashigaka review. Yeah. Oh gosh, Interviews. the one that nobody is gonna host because the glorified yeah. Ova porno <laughs> literally is. Yeah, it's not. It's here's the deal. It's weird. It's not an OVA porno. It's it's just like. Have you watched it yet, Moth? <laughs> no, I I no, I have not you're, because it's yeah okay. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna watch it. It's not porn. It just it's a it, it's like a. Good character designs, pretty decent comedy, really good, like fantastic production. It's and a then occasionally way too good of a production for what it is. I, I got the two coomers <laughs> telling me to watch porn. All right, no, I, it's actually kind of listen, a funny comedy. To be fair, it, it is the. I saw someone on Twitter <laughs> complaining about how it objectifies the, the women in it. I'm like, 
it's kind of they're literally sex workers. Yeah, I'm like confused here. They're it's like they're all, literally reviewing sex workers. Yeah, I don't yeah. see what the like. What'd you expect going in? <laughs> uh, the uh, one the one anime that it, hell has frozen over because not only am I enjoying a borderline isekai, I'm enjoying a borderline isekai where the main character is a Moe girl. And it is the weirdest thing on the planet for me is right now. Is this that one with the the shield girl? Yeah, the girl who doesn't want to get hurt. Yeah, it, I, I, think the, I want to watch that too, but no one picked it up. Well, here's uh, I, no Hulu did. Oh, who? Uh, fuck Hulu. Well, I got Disney Plus, so I get Hulu for free. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, what what it is is it's very bizarre. It's uh, it, and I think the reason I like it is it just reminds me of when I used to play Ragnarok online before like my life came crashing down on me. <laughs> but uh, it's it's basically a little girl who doesn't understand how to play MMOs, and so she's like, "Man, I just don't want my character to die." So she puts all of her points in vitality, and it starts to like abstractly affect all of her other stats. So she can't move. Uh, she can't really attack, but all of her equipment does the damage for her, and she cannot be injured. Like, high-level players can't even scratch her. She's accidentally discovered a, a broken build. Well, and it's just stat it's it's just stat dumping. And that was a thing in Ragnarok Online. Like, if you wanted to be a gunslinger, you just stat dumped into dexterity. And it, it reached the point where nobody could hit you, so you'd have an assassin trying to slap the shit out of you while you're reloading your guns, and he can't even touch you to stagger you and keep you from reloading. Like, so, yeah. Th- there, there are a lot of pretty good shows this season. It's weird, yeah. I would say there's more good anime this season than there has been since this season with Golden Kamui. Yeah, it's it's a really stacked beginning of the year. I like two yeah. of them. Doro Hedero. You, you've also only watched two of them. I watched three of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, next next episode we're gonna go into it a lot more because th- for whatever reason the release of the anime this season has been so fucking sporadic. We got shows that are just like premiered a few days ago. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, not sure why. It's been but uh... as. I, I wanted to make sure there was enough out so that if we liked it, we could keep watching to have a better opinion on it. So when we do talk about it, yeah. we don't just say... Like, there's a show this season that is about gay star girls, and I liked the first episode, and everything after that's been boring. Uh, and if and if I had jumped on the gun and, and we'd done it th- this episode, I probably would have been like, yeah, it's alright, it might get better. I've dropped the show. Well, realize that, like, last season I started with 12 shows, and I dropped all but three of them so that's not uncommon i think last last season uh most of the shows that i talked about i ended up finishing but anyway um you know we'll we'll talk about more talk about that more uh next episode um this has been the the fucking great depression podcast Um, (laughs) the great depression and uh thanks you guys for uh tuning in uh this has been you know more of a low-key episode yeah, it's, it's uh, the I mean, we just recovering from the anime of the decade. Yeah, it's it's re- this episode exists as it is because we needed a buffer between another list. Yeah, it's it, it, don't make me do two lists back to back. It's gonna be like uh, in a year from now when we do the anime of the year podcast versus you know, and then like the new season starts, and I'm gonna be like, Mike, don't do this to me again, man, please. Oh, I, th- you won't have to worry about it. I will have killed you by then. You dragged your ass up to Alaska just to murder me. 
Hell yeah, I'll go to fucking uh, Alaska Con and beat the shit Alaska out of you. Con, Good yeah, luck, I'm want. between two uh, state lines. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, uh, thanks so much for coming, and uh, hopefully next time you can come a little it's more. Gross. Not- Honestly, I don't think we could talk about come at like any more than we did this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I told literally the, the most creepiest story I've ever told. There's no anime never this told anybody. whatsoever. Uh, hey, I'm disappointed anime. for our viewers. Frog, we are, if I am correct, the We Hate Anime podcast. It is on brand to not talk about anime. It's true. He's not wrong. Our job's to be on brand. Off brand, I mean. Wait. So,